Hello, hello, hello. This is episode 89 of the Mental Threads Podcast. I'm here with a special guest in Trey Rhodes, if you'd like to introduce yourself. How you doing, Trey Rhodes? Uh, oh, man, there's so much I can say. But uh, the men of action, Super Agent Trey Rhodes, at your service, here to put you on the world on the roads to greatness. The roads to greatness. He came up with that on the spot. I can tell this. Whatever. Ain't no problem with it and everything. Uh, Trey Rhodes, I met off like uh, this group chat, I think 24 plus, I think. That's the group chat. That's what it's called. 24 uh, plus. Yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, 24 plus. Plays, plays well with others or something like that. Yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. I don't know. They need to change that name up because like, I don't know. The plays well. That sounds kind of weird. Anyway, uh, but. It's, it's, a, it's a story behind it, but, you know, I, I'm not at liberty to talk about it, but, you know, okay. it's a thing that they had did. When they made a group, oh yeah, okay. yeah, and they they probably need to change it. Yeah, it's probably overdue. Definitely well, overdue. Yeah, I, I spoke with Kobe and everything from the group chat and everything. Like he was a per, uh, personal trainer and stuff. He told me that it was kind of rowdy in the last group chat. So I think they just had to had to access some people out. <laughs> so yeah, that's so it. you got the gist of it. I got the gist <laughs> yeah, of what's going on, it. but ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh, but anyway, to go deeper on what Trey is all about and everything, Trey stretches from uh, all types of business, from real estate agent to you're a party host. And uh, what other things you be doing? Uh, I'm a real estate agent. I have a vending machine and ATM company. I rent cars out on Turo. I'm a party host and network organizer. Um, I'm a travel agent. I also uh, will have other few businesses and side things, but and projects. But you know, those are my main my main things I can think remember right now. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's really, really dope, man, for real. Cause so it's like it's not even that you have like a just a one certain career. You just have a whole lot of hustles and they kinda overlap basically. Yeah. Um, I don't like to say I definitely don't have one career and there's not one thing that I wanna do, you know, that I'm looking for right now. I'm just really looking for opportunities and most of my side hustles kind of turn into business full businesses. Um, you know, I've been I've been running my businesses for about five years now. And so tying everything up to make, you know, make my LLC and everything and, you know, all the paperwork and everything's in order. So that way I'm more than just a hustle. Um, but, yeah, everything I believe that, you know, you got to you got to diversify. So that way you can reach a lot of different things. Plus, being the best real estate agent that uh, that you're going to meet out here in Charlotte, I got to be well connected and well resourced. Right. You want someone who can get you what you need when you need it and how you need it. So that's kind of where the basis comes from. That's cool, man. That's really, really cool. I've been thinking about going into real estate myself. You know, I'm a business student. I just uh, graduated from North Carolina Central University and stuff of that nature. I got in contact with one woman who think who can actually hook me up, uh, but I got to pay for the program. So, like, I just started this new job. Hopefully, it can pay for, like, other things, you know, and ventures and stuff of that nature. You got to start with some kind of way to invest into a lot of your ventures and stuff of that nature. Um, do you know, for a sense of how you be investing into a lot of your ventures first, or do they just kind of overlap after a while? You're just successful one lane? and then you just carry over to another lane type? Uh, no, I definitely like to make everything overlap. Um, that I do a lot. I have a lot of energy. I'm, I'm running around, um, and I move them all on time. But with that, you know, you don't want to stretch yourself thin. So it's very important that you have to figure out, one, what you're doing with yourself, and two, how can you make it work for you? Make make money off of it and make that money work for you. And, and you know, that way it doesn't feel so much as an overlap, more so it's just you're you're flowing through the day and, and knocking things out as you go. And, and it's, it's, it's low stress for sure. 
Alright, so let's just pretty much start from like lane to lane to lane because I want to be getting into all your ventures and all the stuff that you get, like you know, all your experiences with them. But let's start with like the you know the typical one, uh, just like you know your your experiences like as a party host and stuff of that nature. Like how'd you get kind of swinged into that? Were you just always like a social type person and it just kind of carried over to like, oh, everybody? Oh, we all fuck with trade. Everybody, let's go to trade's party type. Or is it just like something that you had to really build a network of people and to kind of like set things up, you know? All right, it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> um, Got all day. Kind of a little bit of both, for real. Um, well, I'll say this. So I moved out to Charlotte. We'll start here. Yeah, I moved out to Charlotte about uh, seven years ago. And, you know, straight from college. I was wrestling in college. Mm. Uh, wrestled in high school. I had my scholarships and everything. And I ended up out here in Charlotte. And I I didn't know anybody, anyone except I had one friend and a family friend. That way, uh, the family friend, they let me stay and I was able to, you know, kind of get out here and get on my own and and get started. Once I get started, I had nothing, no friends, nobody. I was, you know, no money, no nothing. I, I had to get acquainted with, with Charlotte and being on my own in, in the adult life. So eventually, um, you know, I got into real estate and I was what, 24 years old. And the thing was. You know, even though you're respected for getting your real estate license in North Carolina, it's one of the hardest uh, in the country to get. Mm. But I'm still a young guy, you know, no no family, no no friend. You know, I don't know anyone, no organizations. So not a lot of people are going to trust me with the biggest investment that most people make in their lives. Mm. So I had to figure out how to get out here and build my network, get people to trust me, like me and, and really um see my value as a as a quality business professional and someone who knows what they're doing so that pushed me to you know just starting to explore my interests and see what i wanted to do out here in charlotte i started with modeling so i was able to meet people and, and you know build friends that way of course when you meet people you go get invited to different stuff you go you know you you get, you get new opportunities new chances new things you're exposed to so i just kind of went with it um the whole way um and it you know eventually like i said i got into real estate um real estate took me i with learning everything that I was learning from real estate, I learned a lot about business. Um, I even had a few businesses that didn't work out so well. Um, I had one partner that, that we had. We tried to start a baking business to compete with Insomnia Cookies. Um, you know, yeah, it, yeah, it, it was good. But then I learned about uh, health insurance. Uh, I'm not health insurance, but um, a business insurance and your business license and, and how people can sue you and then having pets and in that place where you're cooking at. And it was so much basically along, you know, all these stepping stones where I would pick up different things here and there that push me further. And, I, you know, you, you take an L, but I call it a lesson because even though we didn't start that business, my next few businesses after that, I was able to take what I learned from that previous experience and apply it. Like we ended up getting into a landscape business as well. I still actually um, cut some people's yards here and there. I have a couple of regulars who, you know, I cut their yard every other uh, every other week. And one of my side hustles, you know, I never really put it down, but I didn't it, land landscape takes too much hands on. So, you know, I didn't want to like hire some. Yeah. 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 And I've tried that. Um, finding quality help is hard, um, you know, and then not only that, if I got to teach like a young guy, it, it still takes me away from all the other stuff I have going. So 
again, these decisions, you have to be smart about what you're doing so you're not stretching yourself thin. Oh, yeah. No, that's real good, man. No, that's a lot of stuff, like, right there out the gym. Like, no, it's just crazy that you just nonchalantly go from one thing to another. It's like, yeah, sure. Like, uh, I hope it's part of also doing the whole modeling thing. No, I did wrestling in college. I did. That's cool. It's like one thing to another. So, it's like, that's good energy for sure and everything. And how old are you? Uh, what age are you at? I'm 28. 28 and he's doing this y'all like seriously man it's just like, and you're a homeowner too that's that's a good thing also you know yeah. like, people don't realize how much of us i'm not i'm not a homeowner yet okay. i'm renting right now but okay. i'm close i had to get my business stuff right that's hey it's okay it's good good no no sweat to it no sweat to it i feel like you can definitely get that situated for real like probably as soon like one day like seriously no, like because yeah, it's just like this that that certain determination to try to try things out and everything to really take that step out to even like compete with insomnia cookies now now that's a cookie business that runs 24 hours yeah. that's their business like they're they're really hooking people up who are just up at night for no reason like you know what i could do i could go for a, co- a chocolate chip cookie and someone's paying for that yeah. you know it's just like you know they exist so it's like no matter what that's the cool thing about business is that like with every service there's always someone that needs a need for something mm-hmm. you know and when you come up like investing into something like just think about like five years ago people don't even know what zoom even was and now it's like everyday life now like for interviews for anything of that nature maybe you want to talk to a friend and you want to see their face and you don't have FaceTime on your phone you just go with Zoom it's all this car going on who that? You know that person? No. Okay, no song. But I mean, think of people just honk at you or they talk, not talk to you. I don't know who he was honking at. <laughs> but no, but for real, that's really, really good stuff and everything. But it's like one, one, one touching back with the whole uh, your your lifestyle with the whole party hosting business and everything. Do you have to like get like uh try to rent out like uh like an area or space to actually start a start before you throw a party, or do you just find somebody's house? Or like, well, what do you be doing with that? So that that's where the network does come in, you know, building all that stuff up and meeting all these people. Now you do have to be a cool guy and, you know, do more for others than yourself because no one really wants to hang out with the not cool guy who's who's a jerk. Um, but, yeah, with that, you get uh, more opportunities. People always know someone else or some other place where you could use for a party mm-hmm. or if you are a cool guy and you, you're you're cool with you know you, you're the guy that can go into the room and, and and talk with anyone or or you know just be somewhere by yourself and and you leave with with five friends you know in, in a room of 10 once you become something like that then you, you people ask you the host stuff people you know they look for you look to you for events or or activities so now you know put it together and okay i know this venue i can get here uh, because i know this business owner and they want more people to come to their business okay so i have a relationship there now i can go and talk with them can i host something here on this date and time, yes, and now it's all about promoting to everyone who you talk to who would want to, uh, who would have interest in that. Or maybe you might need to borrow someone's house. So good thing about having a bunch of different friends and people that you can uh, talk to and work with. Someone may have a really nice house that, and you know they don't mind you coming, but they don't have all the people that would come. So there, there's a team up right there. You got a nice house, I'll bring the people. And there's a whole event right there. Now it's all up to my creativity to make it more than just uh, an event. It's, it's a memory. You got something to look forward to and something that you're going to look back on like, oh man, 
I, I can't, you know, next time Trey throws an event, I'm there. Or, you know, when I see Trey's doing something, I'm, I'm there. So, you know, I know it's a good time. So that's the goal. That's really, really cool. I have a friend and everything I knew from somebody else and everything named Markel. Uh, he went to UNCC and he would always throw parties back in his, like, apartment and everything. And everybody would be there. Even people like, like I'd be seeing my mother, cousins and some people. I was like, how do you know this guy? And everything of that nature, just at his party and everything. And sometimes, like, when he, when the speaker was, like, messed up, whatever, I had a speaker at home like hit me up and I'll like bring a speaker and everything of that nature so it's like yeah networking is very very heavy like through parties and everything and he did create like some dope moments I even keep in my phone and everything though a lot of a lot of situations where people are still hung over and whatnot that nature so it's just so that's the cool thing about parties and everything especially like in your 20s and stuff it's more than just you know just socializing right, now right. you could really link with somebody that could really like put you on to something put you on some game that could really get you not just ahead in life but just like can really get your family situated too and everything you know it's just like that's just this is that's just amazing that's just dope the way your mindset is uh or this this stuff just kind of just comes to you so naturally what's your zodiac on just 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 uh, i ain't trying to guess or not capricorn season oh word i would have said you're like a freaking gemini or oh something oh my god no because <laughs> no. you don't seem like a dude that has black force energy type like you seem like a cool person and everything i mean you look like an athlete but you don't like you don't fuck somebody up for no reason I, I am an athlete i i'm training to actually get my first fight by the end of the year in mma oh um, no no that's dope <laughs> i'm trying to get in the muay thai and everything i just nice. left the muay thai studio just the other day like house of eight limbs and everything okay i have some guys yeah. that train there actually really yeah. you know I see that, I, bro. I want to know everyone. I want to be that. I want one day. I want to be president and maybe even the mayor, I, I, bro. My, I, you know. Honestly, I feel like the you know, president's kind of ghetto now. They got their kids. <laughs> right, right. They got their kids smoking crack now and stuff. They be on reality television. I would say shoot for like them little itty bitty offices yeah. right now. I feel like they got more power locally mm-hmm. and everything. Plus, you could be more of a service to your community that way. That's not Wait, I'm saying. Oh, who said Capricorns have, Capricorns have dark force energy, man? No, what not do you mean? no. no Black Force energy. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? Well, people know if you met like a couple Capricorns, nine out of ten of them can fight, bro. For like, yeah, but I, that's cool and everything. But we but, don't because we don't have to because we know we can. So yeah, man. Oh man, it's just dude. That's some crazy shit. Man. That kind of spooked me. I thought you were like, oh what? I, I feel like if we can have more fun uh, together doing something we both want want to do versus having any articulations or something mm-hmm. that we can't work through and you know find some kind of mutual ground so uh this is more benefit in, in what getting uh flies with honey than yeah. vinegar yeah you so. know I'm, I'm more i'm an aquarius man i'm just i'm just uh, with the bob marley j cole type vibe yeah, and stuff too. and it's like the dr dre type vibe i mean, I mean dr dre i don't know i don't know he, he cool though but yeah. it's just like i don't want to go deep with that but just, everyone's kind of different at the same do you, time do you know your your moon and your rising my moon is libra my rising is libra Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm a triple one. So you you're very yeah, I'm you're, very easy, you're very mellow. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't like the I just don't <laughs> see the point in conflict. So really. I, my my moon is Scorpio and my rising is Cancer oh. and I, I figure that might actually help me as well because I'm I am empathetic. I'm attached to my emotions, yeah, but yeah. the Capricorn just kind of holds it all together for me, so That's a good balance and yeah, everything, yeah. you know. It's like it's just like, you know, I'm way too Uncle Iroh with myself. It's <laughs> just like, you know. But it ain't no problem with it and everything, but yeah. it's like, you know, it's different like you said. Everybody's yeah different everybody has their own thing that they bring to the table mm-hmm. and stuff of that nature so it's just like when it comes to like these events you be throwing and everything uh, do you have like events set for like certain like you know um maybe a certain type of uh how can i say 
what's that word? I'm trying. I be losing my words. I'm like, I do. I'm a rap artist. I be losing my words. Uh, the thing is, like, do you have a certain theme for each like uh, event that you host? Like, maybe you make a post and just for networking for real estate agents, or maybe an event just for like you know maybe athletes meeting up, or like maybe a certain event for college. So you know, is it yeah. just a different type of thing? So know? yeah, I, I I definitely try and cater to what whatever audience uh, I'm catering to at the time, uh, and I'm also looking to advance my businesses you know everything you do has to be with a purpose yeah. so if you do have a lot of different stuff going on you can't just be doing something and forget to say oh yeah i also have a candle business so mm-hmm. now you know some of my, my past events this year i did what uh six events they were uh candle making ca- sipping soys <laughs> you know uh people have paint sips and all that mm-hmm. it's like you come make a candle and you enjoy the vibe okay. and so what i would do differently is yeah, you come and make a can- candle, but also one event I have a wine tasting. Mm. One event, it's it's an art gallery. I, I partnered up with with artists I know and had them all set up, and it's kind of like an art gallery. So that way, while you after you make a candle, you can come over here and enjoy some art while the candle's cooling. You know, you're interacting with other people that that may have just found the event on Eventbrite or something, and so you know it it adds to that effect as well, and. That is part of what led me to getting some other event opportunities uh, or venue opportunities where I partnered up with business owners who just wanted me to bring people there. So now Mm. I can sell my candles there on the regular and throw events. Now I'm doing music events, jazz events, Mm. uh, because, you know, I have band artists and bands that can come and play at this venue while I'm, you know, talking to people about candles, talking to people about these artists, local artists, Mm. check them out, talking about people about the restaurant we're at. So, you know, it's all about using all of your resources as you network and as you invest your time and money into something. That's really, really cool, man. No, seriously. That's really even, you're like the first dude I ever know that you actually claim publicly that like he actually makes candles and everything. I know, I know a female. No, I'm not trying to roast. I'm not trying to roast. That's a cool thing because candles are good. I've been at the store and smelling the candle. Like, nah, this could smell great for my room. Bro, right. Like it's just like, no problem. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Man, one day I was just sitting there chilling yeah. and I was looking at this candle burning on my table and I'm just like, Lady, the ladies love candles. Yeah, I love candles. Guys love candles. Everyone loves candles. Why not? I looked it up and I was like, this is something I can do. And it became a, a whole craft that I, you know, now I, I actually have candles in a store now. I, I um I sell candles wholesale now. I'm at that point. I'm still trying to grow. But, you know, it's, it's steps that come as you go. But it, I'm proud of my candles, man. Wick lit candle scents. You know what I'm saying? My wick stay lit. <laughs> oh, wick stay lit. That's a, that's a good tackle too. Now you come up with a good tackle. I know a woman uh, named Aviana Hobbs and everything and she uh pretty much uh she's going to school for uh, psychology social social work and stuff like that mm-hmm. and she does candles too nice. so just like you know like you know i, I had her on the podcast uh, some moons ago and stuff of that nature you know i could get y'all connected too like maybe like oh, y'all could collaborate also because like you know it's just like because you know mental health that could also like coincide with candles too because you put on like a nice amount of candle that could probably ease your nerves and stuff of that nature that actually yeah. is a great point Good um idea. and i'm already making ideas now. yeah when i'm uh, a couple of my Events. I, when I, I like to talk.
talk to people about why we're doing it and about the process. And it's very therapeutic when you're able to be creative, create different scents, um, you know, find the chemistry to get the, the candle balance right. Yeah. And then when you got a good product and you're able to sit back, relax and light the candle. Now your atmosphere is just relaxed and zen. That's peace, in my opinion. And I just want to share that. So like my favorite candle, scent, I know it's kind of basic, but the stormy nights one to be having at a family dollar stuff. Like I love lighting them bitches because it's just like it's not like, you know, it's not like a soft type of smell. It's like a deodorizing type of smell. Like it's like it's kind of like a, that's a masculine sense to mm-hmm. it. So it's like, you know, I can understand if dudes don't want to go like style like strawberry or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they can definitely. go. There's always like another scent. Like they got sage. They got like other like type of stuff. Like they got whiskey type leather, something like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to go like the bar type stuff, they also got other types like yeah. white linen type. You can make your own. You yeah, can combine you can those various scents and create something entirely different. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, you got your own product yep. right there. Yep. So it's just like it's just something to always keep in mind and stuff of that nature. But it's like um I see you said like what college did you graduate from? Just wanna know. I actually didn't graduate. I have about a year left, um maybe a year and a half left of credits before I graduate. Uh my last college we had a disagreement in lifestyles. Oh, okay. But uh what college you go to? My first college was Campbellsville University, uh in the middle of Kentucky. Uh and then my second college was uh, Anderson University in South Carolina, Anderson, South Carolina. They were both private Christian colleges. I had scholarships. That's why I went, man, with those private schools, they don't have caps on the scholarship money. So, you know, you got to get your education somehow. And You should have went to an HBCU, man. That's where you messed up. HBCUs didn't really cater to wrestling that well. And no, uh, they didn't pay. You could have changed that up. You could have changed that up. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the thing. When you have the power to revolutionary, you got to take that first step, bro. Like I was saying, like, if you start getting into wrestling, you start making like a, and then people start seeing it in a different light and stuff. Because a lot of people who... A lot of black people like professional wrestling, like WWE. You know that. Uh, you ever watch that yes, movie growing up? I, I did a little bit as a kid, but I don't like it because it's fake yeah, wrestling. Yeah, it's fake, but people still like it though. But when they realize that a lot of people who did wrestling in high school usually ended up going that direction, maybe they want to consider it for their own. Life. I'm just saying, it's not even that big of a correlation, man. They, I, I, I hate. Yeah, I hate when people. Uh, I hate, yeah, because it's not. It's not. I know same. it's not the same. Not I know it's same. not the same. But there was a couple guys, like for instance, like you know, I can name a couple guys. Kurt Angle was the, yeah. was the first one. Yeah, it's uh, good that they did. Yeah, it's yeah. good that you do wrestle if you yeah. do go that way. Chad Gable, um, freaking um, Jason Jordan, uh, mm-hmm. motherfucking um, what was his name? Uh, there's just a lot of people that really got into it, you know, off of just like you know their love for wrestling led them into doing the whole mat wrestling, and it's really good stuff. Like that's a good self defense uh mechanism because a lot of people don't know how to wrestle people to the ground and stuff. Like, there's certain mm-hmm. techniques that people don't understand, and conditioning that comes with it. So it's like you know. I feel like well, the African Americans we have a tendency to like really dominate in sports. Once we really dedicate into it, you know, basketball, uh, freaking football. But if we literally branched out to stuff like soccer, wrestling, you know, mm. the, then the whole, the whole, the whole, um, the floodgates start to open a little mm-hmm. bit more for opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like it just goes into MMA too. I know you're trying to get into MMA too. You started from wrestling. It yep. links from one thing to another. Wrestling into, and because of my wrestling background, it really makes me um, pretty decent in jujitsu, yeah. which helps me out. And now I'm able to focus a lot on just striking. And, you know, it, it takes half the time because I've already put in my work 
yeah. the grappling part, you know, of course there's so much more to learn, but yeah. the point is I, I can, you know, focus on my weaker uh, objective a lot faster now. It's yeah, great. That's the beauty about martial arts. It's really just more of a conditioning thing, you know, at the same time, because it's like, you know, from that discipline that you've established for yourself in wrestling and everything. So when it comes to stuff like maybe say like Brazilian jiu-jitsu or freaking um, judo or, you know, anything of that nature, you know, that involves like using your core and everything and your arms with that and everything, it's just, it comes a little bit more naturally. So you next like that, just because you basically condition yourself with a different discipline, when it comes to another discipline, it'll catch on just as quickly. So that, that's just that thing, you know, being a, athletic and your background and stuff of that nature, you know. So that's like that's pretty cool to that degree. And when is your first fight for sure? So I have I don't have my first uh, fight schedule yet. Oh. I just know I'm going to right now I'm training. So training. once yeah, once I show my coach that I'm I'm ready and I've gotten down the points that I need to get down, then he'll schedule me a fight. And, uh, you know, he'll let me know when there's a fight available for me by the end of the year. But as long as I keep showing up doing the work, then I know I'll have a fight by the end of the year. Hey, so. no, you you will get that done for sure, man. You know, no one's that determined to do so many different things and then go to another thing and not excel at it. Right, so it's just, right. just give it just give it the time and everything and it needed and that stuff of that nature. The, the key is just yeah. I like to do my best in everything I do. Yeah, so, no, seriously, yeah. and that's gonna take you far. I, like I saw, I fuck with the philosophy so hard because it's like you see me doing this podcast thing. I told you about like I do music too, and everything. I'm trying to get into doing business things. Also, I just I, I'm gonna start my new job, um, this Monday. So it's just like it's just stuff of that nature, you know. I want to branch out, go into real estate of that nature too. One uh, going into real estate. How long did it take you to get your real estate license? Um, what from? I took the class three times. I and then I took the state test four times. Right after that, so from February, I started in February, and I kept going until I got my license in October. October. So yeah, it took me what that long to go through the process over and over and over again. Hey, I'm proud. But of I you. made it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> if you're here, I'm proud. No, seriously, because like the fail over and over again, like and still make it in the same year. Man, that's good. Like you, I know you're making it seem like oh, all, wow. all my real estate agents who are attempting it out yes. or doing it or done it. They they hear it in my voice. They know what I'm, I went through. So it's 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 it, man. Real estate is tough. <laughs> yeah, no, I bet nothing that's worth it in life is easy. That's just, that's just I believe that it's so heavy. That's why like I go out of my way to do the podcast thing to do like everything else in my life too because it's just like you have that mindset that kind of mindset could be something that could change for generations mm-hmm. like your descendants will probably look back like dang my great great grandpappy Trey Rhodes really built this for us you that's know? the goal bro that's the goal, that's the goal. That's building my legacy building your legacy yes. for real and it's not just a legacy thing but just really just putting it for that motion it's the momentum really me, changing things. for me yeah it's about the legacy bro i'm trying to uh that's why i do all this different stuff now yeah. that way later i can focus on all the kids i want to have and yeah. and and continue you know so they can take on all the stuff i've set up now yeah. and built the foundation so yeah definitely yeah. all of that bro yeah, that's, you're the blueprint you got to be the blueprint yeah. if you really want to change your dynamic yeah. of your family it all starts from being that first person to change it up and everything so it's just, I think that's pretty cool. So like in regards to real estate, I know you had to really talk to a whole lot of families and people that are really inquiring to really buy houses and stuff and properties of that nature. Like when you're really speaking to your clients and everything and trying to seek out clients and stuff, uh, what, what really like draws you to really like uh, getting like a purchase or a sale or stuff of that nature? 
doing what's in the best interest for my client. Um, you know, if if they want me to buy a house, then I'm gonna want their what their top ten biggest wants and needs are mm-hmm. and looking at that and just trying to find a home especially in this market and with you know whatever budget that's the goal from trying to sell a house we want the highest and best interest we can get for it and you know just being honest with the client about everything the whole process and 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 doing my due diligence to get as much information as i can no, that's really good stuff, man. Like, seriously, dude, you got your work cut out for you. The cool thing now is that we live in North Carolina. A lot of people are moving in out of town from North Carolina. Like, you literally say you moved in, like, seven years ago from where did you move in from? I'm from Augusta, Georgia. Oh, Augusta, yeah. Georgia. So, yeah, it's just it's just stuff of that nature. It's just like we got people from Chicago, people from New York, especially New York, mm-hmm. and just, uh, just stuff of that nature. So it's just like, you know, when they want to probably start a new life for themselves. I just spoke to – there was this one girl working at my job from Maryland. We went to the same college. I didn't even realize until we started speaking. And so she said she just wanted to change her life around and just start someplace new. And North Carolina, she just chose because she went to school down here. So it's just it's just stuff of that nature. It's just like people want to move out and probably start their new lives. And people come to North Carolina a lot, especially Raleigh. Raleigh's the number one city in America right now. Mm. So it's like there's always going to be an opportunity for you to sell some kind of new property because this, this state especially keeps growing. Mm-hmm. I would say by the end of this decade, I feel like we would be more comparable with places like uh, Texas or California just based on because so many people are coming out of town in town. You know, there's so many places people can go to. And you want to. Yeah, yeah Atlanta a big uh, comparison of what we'll be like in about seven years. Yes, especially Atlanta too and everything. And Atlanta is really good. One thing I really wish would change in North Carolina, I wish there would be like more string of black businesses, like the way how like Atlanta is or Washington, D.C. is. You know what I'm saying? It's out here, man. You just, it's, you just gotta gotta get they're growing yeah. we're yeah there's a lot of there's a, a strong uh black business force out here for sure like some of the events i've i've done is like pop-up shops you know where you can kind of get all these business owners to kind of get together and support each other all the people in the community come out but it's it's growing and i don't know if you knew but yeah charlotte is um in top top five in the country for you know african-americans and you know being affordability as far as making a living and able to grow and excel yeah man that's really really good no i I like that we're going towards that direction who knows what we're gonna be like it's 2022 eight years from now this decade's gonna end this city might be completely different and it was scary for me because every time i leave from college to come back home it's like there was always like another building another place i didn't even see that there where'd that come from it was just like it was getting scary but it's like my hair what you're from my hair yeah i was born and raised here you know it's like you know i've I've seen all the change (laughs) yeah in a sense yeah in a sense it's like heartbreaking it's not like you know they closed down the dairy queen on central that that. (laughs) like why you take it so now it's just it's only left with the they they moved the dairy queen to eastway uh commons which is pretty cool it's closer to my house but at the same time the memories you know it's like oh i used to be out there and everything but it's like you know like yeah it's just it gives me a sense of hope although i won't probably be staying in charlotte too long because i want to move out to dc so i can be able to get go to grad school really? and i want to go to howard for grad school dc is a good city a good town um i, I like i think dc is kind of like a, the big sister of charlotte you know mm-hmm. that i could see charlotte going that way for yeah. sure no for, for real sure. it's still pretty congested to the point too mm-hmm. but it's not so congested not like new york levels are congested yeah. where it's like too crazy but you know uh i just like dc and I'd be out there walking around the city and everything of that nature. You know, I go to the library. Uh, my father works at uh, the hospital there, Howard University. So people like 
if you work for Howard, your kids get to go to Howard for free. But I'm a grad student, so I'm still gonna have to pay. Who knows? I might get a discount. Who knows? So I want to bring my brother Good out luck. there too. <laughs> we'll, we'll look for it. We'll look for right. it. But, but something in my spirit says I have to go to Howard University. It's that same one that led me to North Carolina Central University, and like I graduated like at the, at the top of my class. So it's just like you know, I went from being a D student to graduate at the top of your class. Yeah. So it's like you can really change your trajectory. All it takes is just a really. Uh, switching up your environment and switching up your mindset. So it's like, this is really good to hear a lot of that from you. And I know you went into modeling and stuff of that nature, you know, it's just like, so like, uh, tell us about the experiences with that and stuff of that nature, you know, with that brought you. Uh, that was fun, man. Uh, that was kind of the first thing that I did to socialize myself out here. So, I, you know, I, I took, took a few months to be by myself, work on my patience and just figure things out. And then I started getting into modeling since I was now in a city where uh, I learned about modeling, get how to, the industry and everything when I was in school in Kentucky. But, you know, I was doing wrestling. I, I didn't have time to focus on that and, or to travel for it and everything. So now Charlotte is, was a city where there was some opportunity out here close to Atlanta. I'm grown now. I can go if I want to. Um, and so basically, uh, yeah, man, just started doing uh, fashion shows, doing um, photo shoots. They would uh, have these events where there would be a lot of photographers and a bunch of models come out. Everyone, they just do a bunch of photos and stuff and, and different backgrounds and everything. So, you know, that allowed me to really I, I was always kind of thinking like, you know, let's meet people. Let's you know, I never was afraid to talk to people. So mm-hmm. now I just want to build friends, find people to hang with, see what's going on out here in Charlotte, figure out where to go and, how, you know, how to move. So that was kind of my thought process on that. Okay, well, that's really, really cool and everything. And could you describe, like, how these uh, uh, modeling events would go about? Like, when you meet any kind of famous, famous people, or is it just, like, it's just, it's just regular people that just like modeling and stuff? Um, I never met any name. Oh, no, there was somebody. Okay, I don't, I don't remember. So I guess it wasn't. Well, I've never. I don't know. I think I did something with one famous person, but, um, yeah. There's opportunities. You know. Okay, so a typical show. Let's say a, a runway show. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll have a model call a few weeks out, maybe a month out or whatever, have some rehearsals so you know what type of walk you want to do or you can meet your designers and get the clothes you want to do uh, that you're going to be wearing. Whatever they thought fit you or whatever your look was, you know, that's how they kind of decided. And then uh, come day of the show, you, you pull up and find your your dressing area and just kind of get ready for the show, do the show. And they'll if there is someone there, they'll make the whole announcement or whatever and or whatever. But other than that, yeah, you just go through the show. And, of course, once you're doing many different shows and, and working with all these different designers, that's when people start recognizing your face and your name. You know, now it's like, okay, I'm doing this show, this private show. You know, with okay. a with a famous person, or I'm uh, I'm working on a new brand launch, so I want you to come model for me, or I pay you to come do this and that, or you know, so that you know, it, that's how that would typically work. Um, I, I didn't take it uh, as far as maybe you know as maybe I had could have. I, I wasn't interested. I my goal was accomplished, just to meet people, uh, do something new, and 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 you know, just try and get out there, but. Um, um, once I saw, you know, I had to take it to the next level, I decided not to. But pe- 
people who do, those are, you know, when, that's how you get the opportunities to meet these famous people, get the big contracts, get, um, you know, published all the time. I've been in, what, two magazines. You know, I was happy about that. That's cool. <laughs> so that was that's cool for me. That's literally a flex. He just says it so nonchalantly. Like, yeah, I've been in a magazine, you know. No problem. Was it Jet Magazine or was it just something? <laughs> uh, it was uh, one of the Mora Magazine. Okay. It was this online magazine. And then uh, what was the other one? The other one, I was a, I was a, a part of a collab for that one. So I had to relook. But, yeah, good times. <laughs> still pretty good stuff, man. I mean, it's, it's cool because like, you're still kind of humble about it, too. It's like, yeah, like I do this thing. You know, it's just like I feel like that's a good mindset, too, because like then it really shows you it's just like you're not big headed or grandiose. It's like it's still like a work in progress. You know, it's just like there are people out there who don't even do half the shit that you do. And they're so gassed up over like little stuff that they do. And it's just like so it's just like to know that you still can do like all that and still just be like so down. They're like, yeah, sure. But it's Man, like you said work. it right there, bro. I, I, I feel like all that stuff is little you know it's like i could do a lot of stuff and and you get so up and doing everything that it's just so much more to do so you learn that there's always more you can learn and there's always someone better at better than you at what you are doing so the best thing you can do is just enjoy it and and keep pushing and it makes a great story to tell oh yeah most definitely do you have any difficulties in like your uh uh modeling career and have, have there been any like moments in your life during your uh modeling career that was just like parts that you kind of cherish you know just just kind of getting yang with that what are the good things what are the bad things <laughs> uh I, I learned bad thing i learned that uh once you kind of once you have uh, nice abs I, I, I was objectified a little bit you know you want you, you don't want to be that guy that always has to take his shirt off for every show you know i'm like yo i want to i want to just wear someone's nice shirt you know or get a designer outfit but no you want me to just wear nothing half nothing so you know that that was that but other than that uh it was great just because of the um opportunities man there's so many people it's an event it's uh, a fashion show or a photo shoot there's people going to be drawn to it there's people going to see the work on social media mm. and so if you want to get out or you know have a portfolio so you got great pictures of yourself it's it's all it's all of those things that that can add to it and make it fun and worth it and i mean of course like i said if i wanted to take it to the next level i could have but i decided not to so you know it's it is what it is and it was just another another great experience yeah, most definitely. Uh, so it's just like if you were to like give like maybe like some advice to anybody that really go that has interest and in wanted to take, you know, modeling either seriously or just like as a hobby or anything, you know, what would you be your advice to them? Find a photographer and just start taking pictures. Get comfortable in front of the camera and and have fun with it. You know, your your better pictures come out whenever you're you're relaxed and you're you're enjoying what you're doing. And so just just be comfortable and then it grow from there and it really grow as far as you take it really okay cool that's really really good stuff now i'm moving from like your whole modeling situation i know you ran a whole vending machine service which is really really underrated i know people might be like vending machines like, what's up with that dude you're, you're gonna be surprised with people that might need a snack when they need it man mm -hmm. so it's like when it comes to like investing into like uh uh vending machines what led you to gain interest into that or find value into that uh man i just started looking up um, ways to make passive income and how to make more money. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's there's so many different ways to make money. It's it's actually crazy. Uh, you know, it's, it's of all the different stuff you can do and all the money that you can make if you just apply it. So you know, just after that, you find a vending machine business. It's a over four billion dollar industry, and you know, start saving up a little bit of money and then 
find search online like you search for a pair of shoes like for a vending machine after you find a location boom you buy the machine and and start working it or hire someone to work it for you but regardless it's, it's the easy steps and i will have an ebook coming out very soon for you but anyway um yeah man it's it's you really just gotta research and apply Oh, yeah, no, most definitely. I truly believe that. So, like, the snacks, the choice that you take is, like, most, like, chocolate, chips, and stuff like that? Or is it just, like, you just go to Sam's Club? Or what's the functional thing? I do. I love to offer a survey to every establishment I, I um, get a machine at. So that way the employees or whoever my customers will be, they have input. They have a chance to tell me what they want. So then I'll take that and then consider what kind of establishment it is. And then I'll kind of go off of that. Uh, yeah, Sam's is a good spot to go to. Um, and then, you know, you go pick everything you need. So if it's, I have one at my gym, in my jujitsu gym, and it's all drinks. So that one is easy. You got Gatorades, you got your body armors, your, you know, your energy drinks and stuff, your water. And then I have one at a, at a, at a, school in a teacher's teacher's lounge and you know there's you gotta you gotta have your healthy snacks in there because you you got teachers who are in class all day thinking about you know i don't have time to work out so i want to eat healthy you know let me get a healthy snack so you got veggie sticks and all that or but you also have lace chips and and candy or granola bars (laughs) i even uh one day i went to change the machine and i saw there were some kids in there getting some snacks so uh it looks like everyone's happy so that's good with me no no that's really really good what what school is this that you were working at was it like rocky river or something like that or uh no uh, i think about if i could say okay yeah shout out to uh shout out to uh briarwood Briarwood elementary yeah okay and nothing wrong with that. And nothing wrong with that. That's cool. Like, cause it's just like you know, I don't think people really like realize like the the relevancy. Like, just starting any types of side hustles for that like overlap each other. Like, vending machines are just so, like, they're so convenient. Like, the matter of convenience is like that's the that's the first pillar in regards to really setting up a good like business. Is what are the convenience of it? You know, that's what comes with Lyft, Zoom, and just anything. So like, vending machines will always be something necessary. Um, you know, like in Japan they put a whole lot of weird stuff in the vending machines like other people's panties and stuff of that nature I don't, I don't know why they got taken to that degree what if like, if you were to revolutionize you know vending machines and stuff of that nature are there anything that you want to add that maybe someone else has now what would you consider like adding well uh, I mean that idea is, is almost too late there's man you can almost find a vending machine you can find a vending machine vending machine for almost anything really mm-hmm. like those same vending machines in Japan um, they're just they're just fitted for certain stuff or maybe it's a more standard machine but they have wider coils that you can if it can fit in there you can put it in there mm. think about it you got carvana man you even got carving the machines now uh, oh yeah them giant yeah. dude you see what i'm saying we don't really realize how crazy that is we just drive by like, like wow that's yeah. like a, oh, carvana, a giant carving machine and we're just like okay that's cool i guess it's like that's crazy yeah. when you really think about yeah. it but that's yeah. really what life so, is now. i mean at that point it's, it's just all about finding um an establishment that that has demand for what you can supply or what you're willing to supply. No, seriously, that's, and then you didn't really go to school for business, did you? Or my major went from uh, physical therapy, sports science to uh, social work, and I ended up with business. Yes, yeah, so I do. When I if I was to ever go back, I would finish in business. But I mean, you 
the uh, school of life taught me everything I needed to know. And that's damn that. good. That's damn good because you could really be like trying to, you could really be like, you know, inspiring people that said that maybe thought that college wasn't their route and everything of that nature. You could still find success regardless. Right. You know, it's just a bunch of debt regardless. Take this from a guy that literally graduated. Like, I'm, them, them debts is hanging over my head, man. <laughs> I swear, man. It's like, it's like that one scene off Insidious and shit like that. Like, like I know you're coming for me, man. But I'm going to get ready. I'm going to be ready for you. And stuff of that nature. So it's like, yeah, that that's really, really inspiring for sure. And stuff of that nature. And it's just like, okay, like there's like other side hustles that you say. What were the other side hustles that you say you do? So, excuse, forgive me for like, you know. Oh, uh, you're fine. Uh, I actually never really get to finish all my stuff whenever I talk about it. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, I, I rent cars on Turo. Mm-hmm. What I said, vending machine, ATM, real estate, candles, uh, travel agency. Yeah, we didn't get to travel agency just uh-huh, yet. Yeah. We, we'll save that for a little bit. Um, what else was it? Um, so yeah, I think I covered most of it. The party host network organizer, all of that. Yeah, let's go deeper in the whole travel agency stuff. Cause I know when I first messaged you and everything, that was like the first thing. Like, oh wow, I got a travel agent. I'm about to like interview. That's pretty cool. And then you started saying a bunch of other stuff. Like, oh wow, you got other stuff going for you. <laughs> That's really really cool. So it's just like speak on more like uh, what it takes to really like be like a travel agent, or what led you to be like a travel agent. You know. All right. Um, so, yeah, again, there's no balance to what you can do. So, you know, as long as you do it, you, you got to do it and do it and then get it done. So with that, it, just like everything else, I see my network. I see the people around me and the people I know, the things that I'm doing um, on a day to day basis. If I'm in these group chats and, you know, I'm talking to hundreds of people across the, the country every single day. Yeah. They, and I'm seeing these same people on these trips we're taking all summer, all year long, actually. Uh, then, you know, why not be a guy that they can actually consider for an option to help book a, tra- a trip somewhere, book a hotel, book a flight. We're all going to be there anyway, or I'm going to book my own. So now I could book it with book someone else's. So it gives me discounts. It gives me a chance to, you know, stay in nicer places or, you know, help more people. Uh, Everything I do is to really help anyone that I'm associated with or doing business with. Mm -hmm. If you need it, I got it and I can make it work and, you know, get it for you and help you uh, basically do it the way I would because I I see myself as a master of balling on a budget, living my best life and not really going crazy, but, you know, still doing a lot of different stuff. So, it, you don't. It don't have to be as stressful. Mm-hmm. Thinking that oh, I, I want to take a trip. Mm-hmm. I have. I have to work all the time. I'll take a trip. Well, well, here I have an opportunity. Let me see if this works for you. Okay. Uh, that kind of thing. That's really really cool. I need to hit you up for my birthday then, for I never do anything. So it's just like <laughs> it's cool to like just like probably step out of time. Cause you know I always have a list of places I want to hit. You know I definitely want to go to Jamaica. Definitely want to go to the Bahamas. Definitely want to hit Brazil. Now that's a place. Oh yeah, that's a good spot. For Let sure. me know. I get you on the road to the world, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously, no, no. Be my chariot uh, but anyway um but in, in situations of regard so what would you uh regard um as being like some of your favorite personal like travel spots you know uh, you ain't gotta be top 10 but just some stuff off the top of your head vancouver canada Ooh, okay amsterdam was a lot of fun oh, I bet. spain uh barcelona was awesome um i always have a lot of fun whenever i go to texas dallas or houston yeah, everybody's really, really, like, looking up the text. I don't know what's up with this. I know Megan Thee Stallion probably helped with it. But it's like, in reg- but beyond that, it's like, it's just like, there seems to be a lot uh, going on in regards to, like, people having an interest in Dallas. Going on, yeah, well, what's up with that before you go deeper? What's up with Dallas? What's so good about Dallas? It's, Dallas is, it's a, 
it's so much out there. It's it's a big big city, man. Everything's uh, spaced out. It's it's a lot of options, a lot of money out there. It's a lot of a lot of people. The women are beautiful. Okay. Um, it's it, it's it's like uh, Charlotte is. I can't even compare it, man. You, it's it's just like what five times no three times Charlotte you know oh, something like that like it's, it's 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 yeah it's a lot of stuff out there man okay just let me know that's I, what I, 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 and it's not crazy expensive crazy you know you're not getting in these you don't have to get in some crazy situations but you can mm-hmm. you can you know find whatever you want for most people okay how would you put it up against uh, Atlanta in your own words like you just just say your own person I know you've been to Atlanta a couple times and yeah. everything, but how you feel put up Atlanta next to Dallas and everything you know? I wouldn't they're, they're just two they're completely just different cities man different. yeah okay. alright all right, cool I'll, I'll be sure to add it on my list for sure I know a lot of people talk about Texas like oh you gotta be out of Texas Texas is so great one the crazy thing I heard about Texas like out of the whole world like Texas got the most like tar- tigers held, held in a captivity mm-hmm. than like the rest of the world and everything and I'm like dang why y'all like Tiger so much just like I think Joe Rogan made a joke about it just like how the type of people in Texas used to be like oh wow this guy got a tiger I want my own tiger so I'm not gonna let this faggot out tiger be it's, a, that nation. it's it's a it's such a big state man uh you know all these different people it, it, it takes what over 15 minutes uh 15 uh hours to get drive across the state so you know you gotta count all that space everybody out there can't necessarily go to the zoo two hours away so everybody want a tiger just so they don't got to go nowhere to see him. It's like, damn, that's just so weird. I just get in the mindset that just like, yeah, I don't know what about this day, but I'm going to buy a tiger to just live. A good day to buy a tiger. Good yeah. day to buy a tiger in a captivity and everything. It's just like uh, people come for Thanksgiving. It's like, is that a damn tiger? It's like, yeah, you know, it's part of my budget. You know, I have to squeeze in there. And it's just like, wow, t- Texas must be wild for that. Definitely got to put that on the bucket list. But beyond Texas, what are some other travel spots you would uh, consider, you know? Mm, shoot, man. Dude has a lot, so you know he has to think about yeah. it. <laughs> I, I, I say places I've been, my favorites. Uh, I'm trying to think of some places in the states that like I really like. Um, DC was really nice. I love DC too. Yeah, uh, Charleston. I really I don't like the state of South Carolina much, but I love Charleston. Charleston's a great city. It's always a good time when I go out there. The weather, the vibes. The women. Uh, the women, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's always a great time out in Charleston. Um, let me see. Some more, some more. Where else? My more favorite places. I, I do want to go back to New York City as an adult now. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been there since well, I was like eighth grade. Eighth grade. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I haven't been there in a minute myself. I think last time, like, I was there. How old was I? I think I was, I think about like around the same time, like eighth grade too. Like, it's just like, yeah. But now I want to actually go. I got a friend that lived there. He might move down to Charlotte more, uh, more like, you know, permanently now. But it's just like, you know, if I can ever find some time to hit up there, like, before he bounced, because, you know, I'm a hip hop fan too. And, like, you know, that's the mecca of hip hop and stuff of like that nature. I think uh, California is like the Taj Mahal or something like that. But mm-hmm. definitely. Definitely, definitely want to hit that of that like that vibes for sure in New York and stuff of that nature. New Orleans was a lot of fun. Oh, I bet it is. You know, yeah. it's just like especially from Mardi Gras. Yeah, gotta put that on the bucket list. That was fun, boy. List. That was actually top top five favorite trips I've ever had. Dang. I I had the Mardi Gras right before COVID. Oh, and matter of fact, the year. The last Mardi Gras before uh, when they shut stuff, when I was heading home, that's when they were shutting the country down. Oh, 
Yeah, that, okay. yep, that was a good time. That, that's a good time. No, seriously, because I was like, that spring 2020, that's when stuff was really starting uh-huh. to slow up, and then now we have life as it is. Now it's starting to, like, you know, we're starting to differentiate from that now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sure, I still wear my mask, too, just like, just for common courtesy type thing, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like, you know, that's really, really dope stuff, you know, like being a travel agent and everything. Do you have to get a degree to be a travel agent or a license or anything like that? Uh, you just got to sign up for a program, uh, just like most stuff, get a certification. And, then, you know, once you get access to whatever, you know, official travel uh, platforms, you know, that you'll be able to search from. Or, you know, there's, there's a couple of different ways to really become a travel agent but it's all about finding one the system that you think will give you the best um the best results uh yeah the best the best results and discounts <laughs> yeah definitely the discounts heavy on the discounts you know travel is not cheap mm-hmm. it's almost like it was like that's when covid for that's when travel was like real cheap and yeah. people were like we had people from the hood showing up in freaking barcelona like okay we out here in Barcelona. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. One of no, no. Let me guess next year about any type of discount. We are on it. But anyway, but yeah, I know we spoke about you being like a travel agent. But like, you know, let's hear more about the whole car rental situation and stuff. You know, a lot of people want to go in like businesses where they can probably start their own car lot and stuff of that nature. You don't really have your own car lot, but you still like be renting cars. I'm on my way to building a fleet, baby. Yes, oh. sir. <laughs> I have two. I have two cars that I rent out right now. Um, I've. I had another one, but it got wrecked last year. Um, it's okay. Insurance took care of it. Um, God bless insurance. <laughs> sometimes. They can be jerks sometimes, too. I don't know. I hear you. Um, but, yeah, I have two cars, and, I mean, I'm definitely looking to, to get as many as I can as soon as I can. Um, I, I have all good things to say. Well, most good things to say about Turo, the process of Turo, man. You rent your car out. It's Sometimes I don't even see – the people when they come and get the car, you know, I have a, a, a key box oh, that okay. I can leave the key out for them, and you know, the cars will be gone all the time. So oh, okay, that's all right. And then it ups your mileage. So what's your situation on the mileage? Is this whatever? I know I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I so when I, a little advice if you're gonna do it, I wouldn't say put your personal car on there. I'd say get another car and um and use it you got to think of it as a business you can't an get attached yeah it's an investment because you're going to have people driving your car you don't you're in, of course they'll pay you for the miles but it's still wear and tear on your car for when you got to fix it um, maybe they might get into a wreck you know that's something you got to do with maybe they break something and then try to hide it and you don't even find it until like two cars later wow. two rent two rentals later wow. so it you know you, you can't get too attached so something like miles hey man just keep the car maintenance and and you're all good. Okay, well, that's cool. All right, that's real, real cool. I know you spoke about like the car rentals and stuff, a uh, flat agency and everything. What haven't we spoken about? Because I know you got a whole lot of stuff and everything. Well, what have we spoken about? I know you kind of like dashing into it. I want to be able to dedicate uh, probably at least five to ten minutes to each thing. Sure, man. Uh, well, I think we covered most stuff. Or at least, you know, some of my bigger things that I'm really doing, everything else is either growing or I have it at a comfortable spot to where I can manage it, you know. Okay. Um, shoot, you know, I do a lot of my, um, extracurricular activities. Okay. I try to take advantage of stuff there too. You know, I play in the flag football league. I'm in the kickball league. Oh. Of course I'm training in the fight. So it's like that one of my gyms, one of my gyms is where I got a vending machine at, and I'm going to get another vending machine in there soon. So, you know, it works for me cause I'm at the gym all the time uh-huh. or 
I can run a concession stand. I already have all these snacks okay. that I have for my vending machine. So now I just mm-hmm. what, go buy some fruit, some pizzas, you know, some extra stuff, and then go set up my table at my football league. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, we're keeping everything running. And I'm also, it's kind of like I'm getting paid to be there and have fun. <laughs> no. So it works. Yeah, it always works. That's actually a really good way to push into stuff like that. I know you know about a whole lot of, like, music artists and stuff of that nature. And I'm interviewing a lot of artists and everything in Charlotte, too, and everything. We were probably set up. An interview uh, uh, event where we, like maybe you could probably get a lot of them some exposure to mm-hmm. and everything in the future. You, you you'd be down for something like that? Oh, definitely, always. Okay, cool. That's, I'm 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 actually uh, working on uh, looking for a good venue. I'm trying to throw like a little concert, man. A little concert. Yeah, I, I know. So I know plenty of artists myself, and I, I would like to throw like a. Uh, I don't want to give you too much. Uh, a, a, a concert catering to. Local talent and, and surrounding areas and yeah, little hootin' nanny, hip hop hootin' nanny. Let's go. I'll give you more information <laughs> as I get it set up. You know, oh but, no, definitely. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely keep in touch in regards to situations like that because like I know a couple artists and you know like dude like Charlotte. Yeah, we got man. a we got a lot of dope like you know artists that really have to realize and really get put out there. So it's like I need that the, reference. The more networking, the more that they can network amongst each other. They start doing songs with each other and stuff. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like you really and see. We it, all grow. We all win and be and, and everyone eats. Everybody, this is just enough for everybody to win, bro. You cannot be a jealous person in this. In this selfish. You can't be you can't selfish. Be selfish can't be jealous. Can't be insecure, man. I am so happy to see other artists grow. I'm so happy to hear from other people and pick their brand out what drives them and everything of that nature. I'm so happy like to kind of network with whoever too myself because you know it's like it's something that I need to kind of work on moving forward and stuff of that nature. I'm 24. I be thinking I'm old and this guy is at 28 like living lively as ever and everything. You know, it's just like you know. And I keep hearing that it only gets better in your 30s. So no, <laughs> we still got we still got a lot of time left. Put the work in now, y'all. Put the work in yeah. now. Seriously, like you will not regret it at all. Hear it from like this guy right here for mm-hmm. sure. All the stuff that he be doing just for fun mostly yeah <laughs> for making money and everything and i know you be making money like digitally too you're into bitcoin by any chance um i do have some i am in the socks um what a summer and a half ago i actually was really into uh matter of fact quarantine year i was into options mm. uh you know learning all of that doing i had time then i wasn't as out as much or you know the day started a little later but um i've definitely i, I like to do long term man i've I definitely prefer for my long-term stocks and bonds, but um, cryptos uh, and uh, all those, they're, they're very volatile. Uh, I, I chalk those in with options. You know, I, I want to have more money, more time to really sit down and play with that because you get, you got to, in order to really make money, you got to put money into that. And I'd rather do some research on a long-term company and know that it's going to grow versus something that can flip on me overnight or in the morning or in the next hour, next 15 minutes. So, you know, I want to be more vigilant on that. So. Yeah, definitely got to work smarter with this stuff too yeah, if you want to take yeah. it long term and stuff of that nature. Right. If you, so, like any future investments, because I know, like you're, even though you do focus on a lot of things in the press, I, I know there's with that type of mindset, you must have like ideas for like things you want to invest in in the future. And what are some things you want to invest in in the future? Definitely. Um, are you talking stock wise? I know, not just, I mean, just just idea wise. Like I know you do the candle okay. business, but just business wise moving forward. Yeah, idea wise, man. I'm at the point now. So I've been in uh, I've been an entrepreneur for solidly for about five. Five years now okay. and, or four and a half this is my this is my fifth year and my main goal is really just to focus and to tie everything up together so that way you know going forward with my next five-year goal I'm I'm a uh, 
I'm feeling very comfortable about where I'm headed and I, I know what my direction is. Um, and really any investments will be to reinvest in myself and everything else I got going, get, you know, more cars, uh, more vending machines. Of course, um, all of these things create more time for me to, to be able to do more things later. Like my goal is to become a pro fighter by the time I'm 30. Okay. So, you know, now I can afford to train. I can afford the time to train and, and get that going as well as everything else. So that's where my main investment is right now. I've already kind of, you know, did uh, some of the groundwork as far as getting a stepping, a good step. And now it's just time to really build on that step and, and grow from here. I think you can really, really do it for sure and everything. You know, you have a whole lot of things going for you. I definitely want to touch back, back on uh, what you want with regards to other investments, too. And everything. other be like the whole uh, making party situation or, you know, just want to go into real estate, too, because like those are like those seems like a lot of things I want to get really deep into moving forward, too. And I'm more like four years younger than you. So it's just like, you know, it's just like it's good to like know that someone's like all the way on the way with a lot of that stuff. I'll be throwing a lake party soon, too, bro. So keep okay. it staying, stay posted on that okay, what's the dress code for the lake party <laughs> i got dressed like a cloud or something like that so what um uh only banana hammocks and and, and mankinis, <laughs> mankinis man, I don't, we're, we're gonna be on an island with about 40 to 50 people and we're just gonna have a good time <laughs> okay i don't know about mankinis i'll probably dress up like a duck i don't know like maybe but you know. saw that movie borat no oh my goodness okay well i'm, I'm sorry well, i've seen like the whole parodies of an epic movie and you saw his, his bathing suit that he had i mean like i don't like the freaking like uh <laughs> the green, the, the green who, who acted as it well that by what's his name uh, what's like that? sasha baron yeah Cohen? yeah him yeah that's him. i just know him like as a madagascar lemur and shit like that is that like is that really what you're trying to go with? i'm sure i didn't think you were a borat fan oh I know, man i, I didn't know I, what a borat fan was <laughs> That's a great movie. I, I would definitely watch that movie every other year, for sure. <laughs> I mean, shit. Or, uh, if I don't make it to this lake party, I can definitely make it to the next uh, you know, for sure, man. Yeah, like, I ain't got the body type for that. I'm uh, a <laughs> body, man. I don't know. Yeah, see, I ain't like that. No. Yeah, man, classic. I got to give me one I'm of those. I'm a short dude. I used to be. I'm still trying to work out. I'm trying to elevate from. I'm. I'm getting comfortable to not wearing shirts at the pool, man. It's just, That's hilarious. Like it's just like. It's hey like, man, confidence is key, bro. <laughs> confidence is true. confidence is forty percent of life, man. You you walk in the room like you're supposed to be there, and let me tell you, most of the people are gonna let you ride. Okay, it's no problem. And I, another key for life. Do you got any other keys for life? You know, usually I live the guess a uh, chance to give like maybe a final word segment before we uh, bounce off. And do you got any words you gotta let the audience know before you bounce? Shoot, man, it's so much. Uh, that you could say, but uh, I guess uh, look for look for those L's and 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 those L's mean lessons. Yeah. You got to learn from it. You got to do your own research and and always you know keep pushing. If it's it's hard to to be stressed or be upset if you're doing what you want to do. Yeah. And as long as you're doing the best at it, you'll you'll get good at it. You'll be fine at it. You'll be it'll make it. You'll make it work. No wiser words could ever be said. You know, and I wanted to thank you, Mr. Trey Rhodes, for hopping on and everything. That's episode 89 of the Mental Threads podcast. Trey Rose, 89. You got to check it out and everything. All right, we sewing in. Now we're sewing out. I kind of like Trey Rhodes, actually. That's, that's really because I'll do it all so in the world, you know. So Trey, many roads. Yeah. So many roads. Exactly. Crossroads. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> all right, all right. We sewing out. Episode 89. You know what it is.